moment. Oh. You're not really seeing it, really. But like when you're in the am. industry, when you're in the industry, it's like, well, okay, then you are seeing it. Well, I'm seeing it a lot. Like, I'm watching, because, like, my cousin is, um, mm. I don't know if you ever heard of her, Jungle Pussy. Yeah. I, oh, my God. I love her. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my nice. cousin. So nice. it's funny. Like, I look at her and I look at myself, and I'm like, all right. She did start rapping maybe a year or maybe a year and a half or two years max ahead of me, but I'm, like, watching yeah. all the avenues just opening up for her. Like, the women's empowerment movement is really helping, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, very proud of her. I'm, like, like, like yeah. yeah. Like, music for everything it's got because, I mean, the problem is all these movements, whether it's women empowerment, LGBTQ, yeah. all of that, they yeah. tend to get a good wave, and then they kind of fade when people feel like they got what they, what they came for. Even if they mm-hmm. didn't get what you came for, they kind of say, so I'm like, yeah, use that as hard as you can right now. Get as far as yeah. you can with that. I'm not even going to have any jealousy. I'm like, I cheer her on all the time. I don't care. Yeah. Like, go get it, whatever. I know when mm-hmm. it's my time to get mine, I'll get mine however I get it. I'm not really worried. Oh, okay. um, yeah. I can come out, show her body a little bit, not naked, but just show off her body a little bit. And yeah. next thing you know, you have 100,000 men following you. Not even for right. rap, just because. Right. But now when it comes to a label or when it comes to people that have to pay you, whether that's promoters or whatever, they're not looking at the fact yeah. that these men only follow you because you look you look hot. They're they don't care, the yes. Yeah. These men follow you. Who cares? Who yeah. cares what it is? Yeah. You have a million followers on the Instagram. Here, promote my product, take this $20,000, mm-hmm. and let's call it a day. And that's how it works yeah. right now. So... Like I said, Ten, right at this six, moment. Nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Six nine. Like all he really did was do a bunch of YouTube videos. And that's my bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've done security for him, all of that. He's my bro. Um, okay. No real, I mean, to me, he's the he's he's the federal star of this current little okay. era right here. Like, yeah, that's what it is. I think and these young kids don't even know Onyx, so they can't even understand what he's doing. They're like, oh, right. he's being Bobby Smurder. No. Bobby Shredder was being Fredro Star, and now Six Nine is being Fredro Star. That's <laughs> like, wow. it's whatever. Like, but, like I, I study my history, and, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't come up with Fredro Star, but I study my history. Like, if I know somebody yeah. was lit to my my parents or my or my or my older cousins or my uncles, I go find yeah. out why were they lit? Why do people like them so much? Like you said, he just he tatted Six Nine all over himself. He got rainbow yeah. hair. He did a video yeah. with a lot of blood, which was crazy. Yeah. People, yo, who is this rainbow hair dude, and why is he with all these yeah. blood dudes? That's what really got that, That's yeah. a whole other topic too. Like, but okay, so yeah. I have a lot of discussions that I've seen online and, and in person with people. So gangs, not they aren't what they used to be in terms of like you know we have Tupac and Biggie and that era like that I grew up in. You know, I was a teenager when 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 they died, and that at that time period, you know, it was really like a big line in the sand. Like you do not like there's blood and then there's crypts. Like that's mm-hmm. it. And so now it's not like that. They work together. I've seen like yeah. charities where they, you know, and so I think that kind of blows people's minds because they don't know about it. You know, yeah, they're not in it. They're not familiar. And I think like, it's good too because the reason they're all like you know, uh, anti, you know, each other. it's a territorial thing that started in, like, Compton, that area. Yeah, but it was really, like, like the, the police and stuff that set it up like that. Exactly. So it, it's, it's good like to that see that they're, they're they're going against it now. But, 
you know, they're like, well, now he won't have any crit fans or whatever. It's like, well, actually, no, that's not how it works these days. I mean, like, I'm blood, and I hang out with yeah. Davies. Davies is one of my, okay. is one of my, is one of my closest rapper friends. He's crit. Now say that again. Yeah. Who is it? Davies. Oh, okay, yeah. And and he's crit. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And okay, none of yeah. us care. <laughs> None right. of us care. Yo, yeah, you know, I guess there's only one color now, and that's green. That's it. We about to right. money. All that other right. stuff, you know, like you said, it was set up for the people to be like that. And it was never really so much even blood and crip beef back in the day. It was really neighborhood on neighborhood. It just happened to right. be that this neighborhood was blood and that neighborhood was right. crip. Now, we are both trying right. to sell this crack rock, and we're mm-hmm. getting each other's way. So now we're beefing. Now you kill one of yeah. us. Now we got to kill one of you because we got to show right. that you can't. I mean, if you take away it's the word like blood and crip, stuff. It's, yeah. about exactly what I'm about to say. If you take away the yeah. word blood and crip and call it the red cartel and the blue cartel, yeah. you understand yeah. what's happening a lot better. That's all it really is. Because if you go to these South American countries, that's what's happening down there all the time. But mm-hmm. it's, it's not called gangs. They're called cartels. So people, right. it's funny to say, but people kind of accept them, respect them, and fear them a bit more. But up here, now that we're kind of, to me, it's the, more the big drug era is gone. The big drug era oh, yeah. is gone. Because we're now into opioids. And right. opioids and are like... Pharmaceutical companies. It's like Bob and Sally... Even, even the illegal opioids is like Bob and Sally selling it out the back of their, their truck making deliveries in the middle of Manhattan. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. It's not the same. Even weed. Weed is now, it's, it's pretty much legal everywhere. And even when places are not, it's the same thing. It's drug dealers yeah. driving around making deliveries in their truck. It's not a bunch of fiends lining up. I, I'll right. be honest, I don't know who sells or uses crack anymore. And I used to know this. This exactly. is like pertinent information to me. Because obviously yeah. I was doing my own thing too. Now I, I couldn't tell you. And it's not that I'm like so far removed from the hood. It's not yeah. that. It's just, who does that? Who does that? Like, right. what? what are you talking about? Like, who's doing that? You know, it's Molly, it's Perk, it's Even It's bigger than it, it, It's bigger, but it's more hush hush, I think. Like yeah, and even, even meth. Meth doesn't really elicit the same violence that crack used to. One, right. because the people, that, the people that do meth aren't the same as the people that were doing crack. And the no. money in meth... You can be... Yeah. It's harder. And it's not... It's not it's, I don't want to say it's not as illegal, but considering right. that most of the stuff you use to make meth is not illegal, right. it kind of, like, calms down a whole process. Like, it's different when the tension from beginning to end is, yo, I just picked up a key of coke. I owe this cartel this money. I got to sell right. this or the cartel's going to kill me. I can't let right. anyone get in my way, so I got to kill anyone that gets in my way. It's a whole <laughs> different, it's a whole, now it's, hey, I picked up this, um, I picked up these uh, corf, corf syrups. I got to cook them down yeah. into this mess. And I hope yeah, I don't I get caught while I'm cooking it. Yeah, I got some Sudafed. Yeah, I hope I, don't, I hope I don't get caught while I'm cooking it. Yeah. And I hope this, I hope and this, I think this, breaking this bad, like, it too. Yeah. yeah. So it's like well, it's like a totally different. It's like it's totally different, man. Drugs, man. That's why you don't see a lot of the violence anymore. Because it's like violence for what? <laughs> like right, the only right. violent people out there are people who are like literally 
their job is to be is to be a shooter, and they're they're violent because that's what they do. In Chicago, it's obviously a little bit different. I was Chicago is like <laughs> Chicago, problem Chicago. The real problem of Chicago that a lot of people don't really mm-hmm. understand is this education. And the funny thing is, with education, is, education and poverty. Um, but when it comes to education. People forget mm-hmm. that the reason why people are out here making meth is because they're more educated than people that were making crack. Sure, it takes a lot more. It takes less illegal substances to make meth, but it also takes more knowledge to make meth so you don't blow yourself up. Right, right. With, with, with crack, all I need is some, all I need is some cocaine, baking soda, yeah. some baking soda, and a stove we, and, and a glass yeah. jar. We out. There's, there's so many songs. If you try to do it like that, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to kill everyone in your home. I mm-hmm. just thought of something. Math is not going to be favorite. No, there's, there's, there's so many songs that, like, tell you exactly how to make crack. So many. Exactly. And then there's, like, I can't think of a single song that tells you how to make meth. But that I know how to make meth. I know how to make crack. Mm-hmm. I can teach someone to make crack in five minutes. I oh, yeah. I cannot teach you to make meth. <laughs> In five days, properly. In five days, right. if I teach you how to make meth in five days, I'm going to expect that ten days from now, I'm going to hear that your meth lab blew up in your face. That's, That's what, what I'm going to expect. Yeah. I, I just can't. If I'm teaching you to make meth, I'm talking about like a month, two months, probably, because I don't, I don't trust most people. Most people are stupid. So you're you teaching them like, like, the right way. You have to watch them. Yeah, I still got to watch them. The track so then you can and have like, like the hundred meth commandments. 20, exactly. There's twenty five hundred meth. That would be an exactly. awesome song. I, exactly. I, not, I don't want to so, give that away. Copyright me and Long. You can't take that idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um, but yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'll sing. I'll sing the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll sing it terribly, but <laughs> that's okay. That's what we got. Uh, my, my, my stage name will be Crystal Meth with an S. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that. Like if I was. If I was gonna strip, it would be crystal meth, and uh, yeah, I'd wear like a white beater and have a black eye or something. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, off topic. Yeah, so, so that's what's up in Chicago. Like, it's like they're still stuck in the '80s. They're stuck in the yeah. '80s. Only difference is the police's way of combating it is to just stay out the way. Like, cops right. in Chicago will tell you, look, we have like a little forty-block area radius. They don't we go in. Don't, we, just, we just don't go in there. We go in after the shooting's done. When the shooting's done, we go in, we try to figure it out. They go clean up, yeah. Yeah, like, you're basically leaving them to their own stuff, and people telling me, oh, we got to stop them, we got to stop them. Stop them how? How do I go over there and tell a 10-year-old who just watched his brother get shot, don't pick up a gun, when when, when not only did your brother get shot yesterday, but the day before that, you yourself got shot at. You'll probably be shot at again tomorrow. You can't go to the store without wondering if, it's a good You're idea. You're gonna make it back. Stuff in the store yeah. worth it. Worth me risking my life. Because every time I step out of my house, I'm risking my life. And sometimes while I sleep in my house in my night, I'm risking my life. It's right. nothing for me to tell you at this point. And I keep trying to explain to people, and I hate when people tell me, "Nah, they gotta take accountability." Accountability for what? If you're living right. in that area and you're not picking up a gun to try to defend yourself, you don't love right. yourself. Right. That's how I feel about it. Like you don't love yourself. If I lived in Chicago, I would have a vest, a gun. And a fucking army helmet because mm-hmm. I don't want right. to die. And right. anyone that wants to try to take my life, I'm going to do my best to take their life before they can harm me. 
And if I and if yeah, I don't spend my time in jail for that, that's what it is. I'm not gonna die though. I'm not gonna just give right. up all my life. What is it? Rather be carried? No, rather something. Judged by twelve than carried by six. Yeah, yeah. That, that old. Well, who did that song? I can't remember. I don't know, but they were right. Okay, I don't. It's a good song. But so on that note, that made me think. Um, I've had this theory too that really good music and art comes from struggle a lot of the time. Yeah, you have you Chicago. Right, right. So you don't have much to talk about, really, not like in that mm-hmm. sense. So you have uh, Kanye, you have Lupe, you have all yeah. these really, like, like you know, classic, epic artists come out of mm-hmm. this city where there's so much struggle. Do you believe yeah. that, that, that there's, like, a kind of a requirement to make good good art? You have to come from struggle. Yeah, um, you got to come from struggle, or you got to at least be struggle adjacent. You have to have seen struggle. Okay. People, okay. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of good artists that didn't struggle themselves, but they seen struggle. If you know what I'm saying? Like, like I grew up in the like, hood, like, but I when I was like, I'm pretty sure like people like J Cole grew up in the hood, but yeah. they seen the struggle, but they were like a straight A student. You know what I'm saying? Like right. even Kendrick. Kendrick always says, "Yeah, I never yeah. really messed with the gangs and the drugs," but he was right around it. You don't. So you yeah. don't have to actually struggle, but if you've never been nowhere near it, how can you talk about it? What are you talking about? Like, don't don't well, that, tell me you grew up in Beverly Hills. And somehow you see struggle when struggle to you was your mom not letting you get the credit card to go shopping this weekend. Yeah. Well, the child of Scambino, that's why that came to mind because he he's, he's real upfront about it. You know, he's like, he came for money. He's never really had that, like, you know. But as a, he's, he's like, as a black man, you know, he has that aspect of it to talk about. And so there's that, that whole thing. But then, yeah. you know, and let, let, me touch, let me put a pin in that. <laughs> but then, um, you know, I guess that's like the blues came from that, you know, and like jazz came from that. It didn't come from like people that had a bunch of money exactly. and nice instruments. Even, so, even country music think, came from that. So I'm not going right. to discount that. Like the best music right. came from struggle. That's what they came from, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Even, even yeah. um. It's, like rock, rock really came from struggle. If you really listen to it, the early rock, it was from struggle. Well, like, rock came from blues. Yeah, yeah exactly. So and punk, yeah. punk, punk, and and every yeah. single one of these music genres that we're naming originated with black people in America. Every single one. I mean, rock. It is punk, what it is. You no, know, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's back on that. What is your take on white rappers in general, other than like okay Eminem? Mac Miller, you know, you got, like, this is not even really, like, a thing these days. I don't think people, like, bad an eye about it, you know. You, I, mean, I mean, you have, like, white rappers that are, like, saying the N-word left and right, which just blows my mind as an old-school person and as a, a white person and as a person. But, like, what what do you think? There is a huge market <laughs> for them. I'm not mad at them at all. It's, like, a huge mm-hmm. market for them. Um, Mac, Mac Miller was cool as shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. He was. Um, and he put in the, the, yeah. Eminem was one of the first people that brought rap, being a rapper, mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. the icon level. Like, as much okay. as people love Big, as much as people love Hope, they were icon. Hope is an icon now. But until Eminem, know. you don't think Hope is an icon? Hope is an icon. He's definitely No, 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 it's no. Not, no. Might, not not about, I don't, icon, I don't think, I don't think it was, I don't. He, I like Eminem. I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm not saying anything bad about him at all yeah. at this point. I'm just saying, like, like I don't know if he's as 
as much of a he spearheaded the whole thing, or he's as iconic as people like make him out to be. I'm not I saying mean, he's overhyped or overrated. I'm just saying like there were other people before him that were like huge Tupac, you know, like all, Biggie, all of that. They were they were icons. I think I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm off base with that, but I, I think Eminem brought it to the mainstream more. And that's what I and, and the white the. Okay, okay. You, you, you couldn't be an icon until rap was super mainstream. You had to get okay, super okay. mainstream to, um, you know what I'm saying? To yeah, get to that yeah. Point. As a, mainstream as in, like, mainstream pop music, you know, music that people are buying in mass. So when Eminem brings it to a white audience, which, of course, white people are the majority of record buyers, like, back then it was, like, all of a sudden millions and millions of people are buying Eminem's albums. You know, this is before streaming and, and, and like, uh, iTunes and all that, uh, going out and actually buying his CDs, like, they'd never seen before. So he made it, like, more acceptable, I guess, in mainstream society. Because rap's always kind of had this, like, uh, which is kind of like the essence of hip-hop, you know. It's kind of like this raw, uh, fuck-you society, like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, like, tone down what I'm saying for anybody kind of vibe to it, right? That's kind of like the essence of it. And so it, it always has been a little bit difficult for society to, like, accept it because it's anti-society, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the same way that punk rock is or the same way that um, rock, like, when it started was or whatever, you know. It's kind of like a big fuck you, everybody. So now that it's becoming, like, you see rap everywhere, like commercials, uh, w- movies, you know. What, <laughs> what do you think that's done to, like, rap in general? I, mean, I know we kind of skipped over the white, you know, rapper thing. It, it, it's helping to bring it to the um, mainstream, and it just, it's just global rappers. It helps rappers. It helps rappers. Like, we on TV shows, we on everything. Like, it helps rappers. It's, it, it's really, everything helps us. Like, I get that some things are negative and it makes us look bad, but in the end, if you use it right, it all helps. Well, do you think you it's watered that? down? Yeah, do you think it's watered down rap in general? Yeah, I mean, it's like there's a million rappers now. There's like a million. Yeah. Like, everywhere you go, you can find some rapper with 200,000 followers that you never heard of. Like, who is this person? Yeah, anyone can get a Spotify account or a YouTube account or whatever, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. and, and get a whole bunch of followers. It's not that hard. You don't have to have good lyrical content. You don't even have to have good beats, necessarily. Because some people just have to like you, and it's like word of mouth. So the yeah. quality of rap in general maybe has, like, gone downhill just because of the oversaturation is what you're saying, kind of? I, want to put um, words in I guess that's I what so. I'm getting at. I, 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 think, I think the quality of rap went down because of what I was saying earlier where I said you don't even need to be talented. You just need to be able yeah. to garner attention. If you can Probably. garner attention, that's it. Like, even Cardi, before before she started making the music and she just started rapping, I remember the first couple of things I heard from her, I didn't even like like that. I was just looking at her. Because remember, I knew her from before. So I was just looking at her like, oh, um, right. are you serious about this? And then I heard her yeah. first mixtape where she was like, ran down on a bitch twice. You yeah. know me? You gonna beat the other like, I, I, was, I was literally in the club with her and um, Young and May, and that yeah. came on, and me and Young and May, we looked at each other, and then we just looked, we listened to it, and we like, oh, this shit lit. And then we started bopping along to it. Yeah. It was like, all right, She's got every right. quality. She's got every yeah. quality that a, a good popular rapper should have. She's got a big mouth. She's herself. Mm-hmm. She's like genuine, and she's got a big personality, you know. Exactly. And that's when you're when you're a rapper and you're coming up, you're like kind of selling your personality. But you have five, so that's that's yeah. never been done before. And I was like, 
oh, I actually thought it was five different people. Yeah. And so I was like, remember, I was like, who are these other guys? <laughs> You're like, oh, that's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm my own, I'm my own personal rap group. Yeah, that's cool. And and I love stuff that's never been done before. Like, um, I don't, I don't think I mentioned. Do you know who the Buttress is? Uh, nah. She's a white girl. She's from New Jersey. She's a, I would say she's got a pretty big following, but she's more, she's pretty talented, but she, I don't, I would say listening to her music is not something you, you don't like just bump it in your car. You don't like really listen to it while you're cleaning your house, but it's different. It's so different that it makes me like her even more. You know what I mean? And if you're doing something different, I appreciate that almost more than like sometimes whether or not the music's actually good. Yeah. You know, not saying that her music's trash or anything, because it's not, but you should check her out. She actually, like, uh, said something back to me on Twitter today. I was like, oh, because <laughs> um, so many people just do the same thing, and it gets monotonous. Yeah, I try, I try to be a little bit different, or at least give people enough different sides of me that when you listen to the album, like, I haven't met anyone. Everyone tells me, yo, it's a solid album, it's a good album. Some people tell me it's a hot album, but the thing is they mm-hmm. all have four songs or so that they're like, yo, D4 is my favorite. I love them. Right. I don't know why you have Right. And it's like, everybody has these songs and they're all telling me, but they're always different. Like, I, I, like the combination yeah. is funny to me. I just be like, yo, don't nobody like the same four songs. Like, and like, I pulled a lot of There's something for everybody. With Asian honey making Asian money, that tech on my hip come from Beijing, dummy. Playing Jung G, you can't take shit from me. Origami heart dress to prove they love me. That's the when I Tokyo drift, call me DK when I'm loading my clip. Rolling up the blunt, puffing Tokyo piff. Crazy 88 on my Yakuza sh- Back to the triad, made a couple bands. Ben Jackie Chan ain't no stuntman. Back of the van, got a couple hundred grand. Play with my advance and you catch these hands. In the rice field, like we gon' eat. Drinking green tea, puffing on purple Kamikaze ain't no retreat. Stand like a man or you die on your knee. With an Asian honey getting Asian money. With an Asian honey getting Asian money. With an Asian honey making Asian money Still pull up with the strap and I leave you bloody No accomplice but it's not my buddy They gon' need a search team just to find you buddy Might take your girl on a Shanghai night She already know about that Bangkok life My high club we be on that flight Got great walls when I lay that And you might like replay the same song and then go back And really listen to something else again you're like oh I actually really like this song I can't tell you how many people told me their first favorite song After the first day or two and then hit me like a week later, nah, 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 nah. Actually, I don't know what <laughs> happened, but Out Here is really my favorite song now. Or, yo, Get yeah. Mine is my favorite song now. Or, yo, you know what? I didn't like that Piano Man with you and Nino Man first, but now I love that. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like a dope song. I play it every day. And like, I'll that was one of my favorites. Oh, word? That's what's up. Piano. Yeah, Piano Man, Asian Money, and who did the uh, production on that? Did you do that? Or the production that? is all my guy TV beats, but my engineer... <laughs> It's just sounds, and he, okay. um, he's like, because TV beats live, like, in Delaware, but he hits me with the beat, yeah. and then, you know, my, my engineer, he masters the beat. Like, TV makes the beat, my engineer masters okay. it, so it's, like, between them two is the production, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, like, what Some, I'm personally more interested in, not, like, more, but, like, for myself, is, like, the production side of it, because I've kind of okay. played around with that my whole life, and, okay. like, making beats and stuff. And uh, do, you, do, you know, do you ever, like, cool with any of that? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I was about to tell you that some of the beats, you know, I collabed with the um with my boy TV to make. Like, it's, like, three beats on it I helped make. So, like, I don't you, take no credit for it. I still just let him take uh-huh. all the credit for it. But sometimes, right. like, because, you know, so I that's really nice. it. it was just, 
Yo, this yeah. is my idea. Do, 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 do. Yo, mm-hmm. get this down right here and do that. You know what I'm saying? He's still doing all the real work. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I don't want to. Right. And we're cool. So in my head, yo, he would have figured out that be anyway. I'm trying to branch out for my next project. I'm going to have, like, different producers on that one, you know, try to get my sound to sound even different, more different. So the beats are what determine what I'm gonna, what's going to come out of my mouth. I don't try to force lyrics onto any beat. I don't mm-hmm. write my lyrics. Because I've seen some people do that. They write their lyrics, and then they, they find a beat that they think might go with it. it does, I mean, it works for some people, but to me, it's just like, yeah. uh, it's just like. I think most know, people try to do it the way, or, or from my experience, do it the way you do it. It's like, here's a beat, and then yeah. figure out what can like go with it. But uh, speaking of that, you, you, Tyler, the creator fan at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be watching the show and everything on Vice. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say uh, uh, Loiter Squad. <laughs> yeah, I love I love Tyler and Future and all that. But uh, he made, you know, I Ain't Got Time, and then the beat for that is so different, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think he actually reached out to Kanye and Nicki Minaj. This is what I read. I don't know if it's accurate or not. But they both yeah. turned him down because they said this beat is too, like, out there. I can't yeah. you know, think of anything to go on it. Um, it's like a challenge, and when he did it, it's almost like better that it was just him because it it was so good, you know. I'm currently working with um Jay Chris on something. That's for my next project. Okay. Uh, I mean, I got I got promises for features from a lot of rappers. I just didn't want to mm-hmm. use them on my first project because like I want to get right. some eyes on me before I start saying, hey, by the way, I got a feature with Dave East. I got a feature with Young and May. Nobody's gonna hear that stuff. I watch people make that mistake all the time where right. you guys do a feature with Jada Kiss, and no one never heard it. Like, I want this. Yo, if you go on, on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. you can find, like, maybe 10 features with Jada Kiss on them. And they have, yeah. like, maybe five, 10 listens. And I'm like, Yo. Yeah, I guess it's, in a roundabout way, that's what I was getting at with the whole the, the Tyler song is, like, mm-hmm. if you have something that's yours, that's your baby, and you see it from start to end, and you try to get someone else to, like, work with you on it, and they're like... No, I can't do it. Even if it's someone big like Kanye or Nicki Minaj, it's yeah. sometimes it's better to do things yourself. You know? yourself yeah. When you have an idea that's yours. I mean, he could have changed it for them because those, those like big name people. Like even for Tyler, I think he said he was kind of like starstruck by it. But if if you have faith in something that is good, you shouldn't really change it for anybody if you believe that's how it should be. You know? Did anyone try to tell you, oh, that you shouldn't do the five personalities thing? That's that's dumb or like, yo, that's time. They're like, yo, you need to have one sound. Oh, you shouldn't even be doing an album. Ten tracks oh. too much. <laughs> uh, you should do like four or five tracks and call it an EP. No. Uh, all sorts of stuff I heard. I was just like, um, yes, yeah, so I'm doing this, though, because you know it's me. It's my stuff. I'm going to do it how I'm going to yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like not, not willing to like bend or change, because I think that's where people get messed up. Like we talked about. I mean, right I ain't going to lie. I bent a little bit. Because I was going to do a 20-track well, album. I was going to do a 20-track album. I love I'm, a long album. That's the thing. It's like, you know, a 10 song yeah. is like a, a good, you know, medium yeah, but, album. But I, the more songs, the better for me. Yeah, but yeah. people don't have, like, even with Lil Wayne, it took me two days to yeah. get to Lil Wayne's album. And most people The new one? Have, the new one, the yeah. New one, yeah, I heard it today, actually. Now, considering Wayne is my favorite artist, really? it's taking me two days to get through his album. We just don't got time in this society anymore. We just don't got time for it. We don't got time for an hour and a half of music. I make time for it. <laughs> but you're right. That's what, I, that's what I had to do. I had to make time for it. And I'm glad I did because 
the 22nd track on the album is my favorite song on the album. I would have never gotten oh, to that. If that had been somebody else's album, I might have never got to that. I might have never got yeah, to that track. I gave it a cursory listen. I, I, I think, where did I get to? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I made it to song 22 yet. But, uh, not, so far, not only the 23-track 23, uh, 23, um, album, the songs are all uh -huh. like five minutes. That's the real issue. It's not like, because nowadays people give you like a two or three minute song and that's it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, the, the song with Kendrick is so good. I like that. that. That's that, like, my, that's, that was my favorite song until I heard uh, Used To. It's, used To is like my favorite song now. Used To is just, that feels like classic Wayne. It really does. Really? Like, yeah, that's why I love that track. Because it feels like I'm, classic I'm going to finish listening. It's a um, line on there where you said something like, I remember you. I was never into you. So my shooter okay. shoots you and whoever is akin to you. Something. I can't remember. This is hard. This is real hard. I think Wayne is kind of polarizing, too, because when you just kind of hear him and don't really listen, it can be kind of like grating or irritating, kind of. You know what I yeah. mean? But when, when you really actually like, sit right. down and listen, he's mind-blowing. Like, his Dedication 6 album, was, like, yeah. there was some stuff on there that was like, is he even, like, a human? I guess he would say no, but... Like, when you, you yeah, know, exactly. Just like take a breath, the lyrics, the lyrics are crazy when you really listen to them. Uh -huh. And like, and I've been telling you that when I was a little kid. Too. The first Wayne line that made me really realize Wayne, Wayne was really good. Uh, it mm -hmm. was Life After. Was it Life After That? No, not Life After That. Born Again. It was a Born Again album mm -hmm. with Biggie. And yeah. he had a line in there where he said, "I'm coming so alert them, before I hurt them." Desert Eagle bursting, and you haven't seen the worst in. Right near right. you and my gun blush quit, might kill you, so run your shit. Now, back then, that was elite yeah. lyrics for that time. You know, now yeah. that would just sound like, uh, but the fact that at the time I thought he was like, I thought he was like 12. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess that was Yeah, he's not found out different. Yeah. yeah. Come to yeah. find out he was really 17, but okay, whatever. <laughs> Seventeen, yeah. so like that's you know either even if he was like fifty, that'd be impressive, you know. I mean, for me, like that's uh, and how is that? There's so much like I I talk to people from New York, I talk to people from other parts of the East Coast, and I talk to people in California and Colorado, where I'm from, and that still even to this day, people from New York are like, oh, I don't listen to that, that's Southern rap, or people from the South are like, oh, you like like New York shit? Oh, you know, that's not really my thing. It, and so it's cool that, like, you, like, being from Brooklyn and you were young, you're, like, you know, out here seeking out Little Wayne, kind of, you know. Mm -hmm. Was that something, like, a lot of people did? Or Wayne was, nah. like, real big from the jump. But you were kind of different, right, in that sense. It was crazy because my friends would argue with me all the time. When it comes to who's your favorite rapper, I'd always say Little Wayne. And they're looking at me like, what do you mean Wayne is your favorite rapper? And I'll be right. like, look, I, this is why I started separating stuff from the beginning. I would be like, I didn't mm -hmm. say Wayne is the best rapper. I say he's my favorite rapper. <laughs> right. Like, right. So, like, my best at the time was still, in my head, it was like, yo, Biggie, Biggie, Hove. And I always put Pac third. Pac would come third mm. right before Nas. Okay. And people would be like, nah, okay. Pac is better than Hove. But I'm like, you're not listening. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, Pac has great um, flow. Pac has great harmonization. Um, like we talked about. Harmonization, yeah. flow, tells a good story. He's not the best rapper, bro. He's not even the best lyricist. He's not even close to the best lyricist. If we start talking about lyricists, Pop might make my top 20 back then. So any label would drop half the rappers on their label to sign Tupac in his prime. If you say, if yeah. you say look, 
you can get pop, but you got to get rid of a boogie, this one, that one, mm-hmm. that. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. Hi, pop. Totally. <laughs> Take us to right. the next one. <laughs> right. right. And that was before, he was viral before viral was a thing. Okay, no, it was on. It was on TV. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think, music videos. When I say music, I mean music videos. Like that was my only way to look at music videos because I didn't have cable. So I was looking. Well, well, uh, I'm trying to remember if it was part of the cable. I don't know. I didn't pay cable bills. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I had like a couple of channels. I know I had Video Music Box, and I think the Jukebox okay. came on one of my channels too. I just I didn't have real cable. Let's put it like that. Like there wasn't BET. Was there BET back yeah. then? It might. It might have been. In the eighties, like no, no, not in the eighties. No, no, there was no BC. Yeah, yeah, MTV had just come out, like maybe when I was around that age, because I was born in nineteen eighty. And MT- I remember when MTV came out, because it was like a big deal. But uh, but the jukebox network basically, like for those who don't know, people would call. It was a nine hundred number, so you had to pay to call. It was like ninety nine cents a minute. And people would do that, that just to, to to vote on which video would get played. So of course the videos that got played the most were the ones with the most ass and titties. Like uh, yeah. uh, two two life crew was on repeat all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like like Pop That Coochie was always on. Um, um, Munchies for Your Bass by Nemesis was always playing. But like, what was your experience growing up with with hip hop? Like, was it just something you were always around, or just something you thought out? Oh, not really. I used to um go by my aunt's house in Long Island and. Like, mm-hmm. my cousin lived there, and he put me on to stuff like uh, Slick Rick, A Trojan Story. Yeah, yeah. When I first heard it, I just thought it was the most amazing thing or whatever. Like, right. I literally thought it was, I started rhyming, like, right after that. Like, I used to go in my, really? my class, and, like, when people would be dissing people, I would just bust a freestyle dissing them. Like, my, <laughs> first, um, my, first, my first ever rhyme was about this mm-hmm. kid named Martin. He tried to, like, crack on me and have all these jokes. So I just started yeah. banging on the table, and I was like, he's Martin, he's farting, he's the cat in the hat, that got fat, he's on crack, and that's no whack. Like, that was it. Like, that was my that's first awesome. rhyme. Like, that's crazy. And, and it was because I couldn't tell jokes. That's why, that's why yeah. I started with the farming, because I couldn't. I was never good at, like, joking and people and doing a dozen. So I was yeah. just the more street style. And, like, the whole class went wild, and after that, that was my thing. That was, like, that was what got people to like me. Why do you think people still are so, like, divided on, like, where a sound comes from? Because rap has so many different sounds. It's like, in the South, I already know that people like like Mango Loud and Asian Money up here. Okay. Asian Money seems to be the one song that's, like, wherever people like it. Like The beat is so good. The lyrics yeah. are good, too, but the, the, it's a good beat. For sure. Yeah, the beat, like, even the other day when I was, um, I did a concert for 97 and T.T. Torres was there, Asian Money came on, and she just sort of nodding her head. She never heard the song before, but she's like, oh, okay, we in here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that was, that's like, I think that's the, the first thing people hear is the beat, though, and that's, exactly. it's like, a pretty important component. Um, yeah, it is. It's but, a very important component, yeah. And then when they hear the lyrics, it's like, okay, okay. That's what hooks you. That's what keeps you coming exactly. back more. Exactly. Yeah. Go check out the Arrival album, Savage Five, The Arrival. That's Savage. The Five is a number five, I-V-E. 
go check that out. Look, be on the lookout for my next project. Don't know what I'm calling yet, but it's dropping in December. Um, and hopefully I'll be coming to town near you on a tour too. Instagram, Savage 5, Twitter, Savage 5 God, everything else, Savage 5. Um, Savage 5 on Facebook, Savage 5 everywhere. Check it out.